Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Go to the North Oaks at Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Bring in Matt Derry. Um, Matt, the Gardos, uh, they, <laughs> they found, you know, I, I, shout out to my, my dad. He was over at my house and my mom was helping me decorate and different things like that. And my dad's like, hey, man. He calls downstairs. He says I was in the basement messing around with stuff and stuff. He says he yells down, hey, Garrett. Yeah, man, the Guardians, man, the bats is going, man. Six runs, six three. We look like – next thing he called downstairs, hey, man, they done hit a two, three-run home run, man. This thing is t- – oh, matter of fact, never mind. The, the, the Guardians lost. They lose that game and then lose in one nothing fashion. Uh, which, one, which one of the games was more frustrating to you, the, the loss seven to six or one nothing uh, yesterday? Well, I mean, you can't lose Thursday's game. You just can't. I mean, you got your best, arguably your best reliever in Trevor Stephan out there in the eighth. You got a three-run lead. Like you said, the bats have started to wake up a little bit, which has been nice to see going back to the Baltimore series. And it's the first game of four, a big series with the Twins. And to let that one get away when you've got the offense going, and I thought Bybee pitched pretty well for the most part. You can't lose that game. That was the most more frustrating. I mean, last night, yeah, was not good. I mean, they left like nine guys on base. They were, what, 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position. That's been the story of the year. But in a game where you get offense on Thursday, where Correa, Kepler, Buxton all leave the game with injuries, you have to win that game. And so Thursday's was the was bad. Last night wasn't good either, but Thursday's was devastating. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, you, you, you get the bats going and, and, and a lot of people have been criticizing them and rightfully so because they can't score any runs and then you get the runs and you're not able to seal the deal. Um, when you look at this and, and, and I, I look at it in terms of Shane Bieber, like, is this finally the time where the Guardians say, look, we're not real. Yes, we, yes, we are contenders in this division in AL Central because of the AL Central being the AL Central. But do the Guardians still believe that they can contend at a high level enough to not trade Shane Bieber uh, earlier than expected? You know, uh, gee, I, I thought that uh, at the start of the year, I'm like, he's going to be here. He's going to have to be here. The the young pitchers probably won't be ready yet, and. This team's going places after last year, and they're going to build off of this. And now, you know, you're doing almost a complete 180, and you're going, man, the one thing that you've liked this year, 
from his slow start has been the young arms and a surplus of them at that. And they're not going anywhere. Tanner Bybee and Logan Allen are going to stay. And even when Cal Quantrill comes off the DL, those guys aren't, aren't being sent down. They're good. Then you got Gavin Williams striking out nine last night down in Columbus. So you're going to have six or seven starters with this team when McKenzie comes back. Savali pitched well last night. Quantrill is still a, a good veteran that won 15 games last year. So, yeah, it's probably time to make this move. I know that for the casual fan, they're going to go, oh, Dolan's cheap, doing it again, trading trading another race pitcher. But Shane Bieber is not – he's pitched well at times. And last year in the playoffs, he was fantastic in the Tampa series in the playoffs. But the velocity's down. This may be the time to do it. And the other issue is, like you said – I mean, Tampa Bay has hit 103 home runs, Garrett. We've hit 33. Like, that's almost impossible. You're 70 home runs behind the leader in baseball. I mean, that's pathetic. So they have got to find a power bat somewhere. There isn't one in the organization outside of Bo Naylor that's probably ready to come up. And you can't expect a young catcher to come up and immediately just mash like that. So, Finding that power bat is probably going to have to be via a Shane Bieber trade. Now, 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 so so what I've been trying to figure out is this. I don't know what the organizational uh, emphasis is. I don't know. It, it seems like they're really good at developing middle infielders. They, they got like nine good shortstops, and, and everybody, every one of their top prospects plays second base. I look up and I'm like, wow. But when you talk about power hitting – third baseman, power hitting first baseman, uh, power hitting power in the corners. Um, I, I don't know if, if what their organizational commitment is to developing hitters, but it just seems like we, we've heard this for a long period of time. We've been looking for those bats. Is it, is it a thing where, you know, they've, they've tried a couple of kids and they thought they had something, but when they got up there, they just realized that, you know, they were struggling and, and really didn't, couldn't cut it. Or is this something where there's a real opportunity in their scouting department to kind of figure out, hey, how, what, what can we do to develop better hitters and, and to have power hitters in our organization? Well, I mean, I do think that there's an organizational theme uh, and a core value of, of putting the ball in play and contact, for sure. But you're right. I mean, it's 2023 here. When the Rays are hitting 103 homers and the Dodgers are hitting 100, the Braves are in the high 90s. That 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 it's you're going to get offense and 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 faster scoring that way. I'm not saying that everybody's got to just have a power team and we're turning into this into like an NBA discussion where you got to get all three point shooters. Last year the Guardians won a lot of baseball games, won the division, and won a playoff round by putting the ball in play, running, and being aggressive. They didn't have great power last year either, but. This year's out at power outage is just drastically bad. And they went out and signed Josh Bell and gave him $19 million, and he hit one home run in the month of May. You know, last night, Jose hit one to the wall, didn't go out. Naylor hit one to the wall, didn't go out. I mean, they've got to get a power bat in here. And, I, you know, remember years ago they went and got Mike Napoli. They tried Josh Bell this year. They tried others, but you're right. There has been an issue with this organization where, man, pitching factory, middle infielders, but they just can't. You know, Bradley Zimmer, they drafted in the first round. They thought he'd be a power back. Clint Frazier, same thing. Uh, both first-round picks that were busts, and it's like, why can't they find anybody? 
I could put the ball over the wall. Oscar Gonzalez was a nice story last year, mm-hmm. but he's not even on the team this year. So I don't know. I don't know about changing philosophies, but it, it, to me, that the move is going to have to probably be a Bieber trade, and they're gonna ha- it's going to have to be a power bat, a major league ready power bat in return. It has to be. Talking to Matt Derry on North Osset Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, talking to the little Guardians. They dropped the last two. Um, I look at this series a, a little bit, and can they afford? Can they afford to lose another? I, I think they have to kind of keep um, pace with the Twins. I, I look at these next two games. You know, I think they should or they need to get a split when it comes to this because, I mean, think about it. These are these games are essentially worth two. If you lose this series three games to one, it puts you back in a position where it's getting kind of it's getting kind of dim early uh, in terms of being there's seven games under 500 I think right now. But if you lose these next two games, that could put a real burden on saying. How much of a contender are we going to be going into the rest of the season? Yeah, you know, I, I watch, like like you mentioned before I came on, I mean, these are all one-run losses. It's not like Minnesota has smashed uh, the Guardians the last two nights. They've been in every pitch, every series, every game. They're still a good baseball team, but they're playing very average right now and below average. And, you know, you still got to have pitching and defense, which I think they have. The, the offense has just been so bad, and, and you know, guys have regressed. Ahmed Rosario is a non-factor. You know, Quan's not the same player as last year. You knew there'd be some sophomore struggles with Quan, Jimenez, and some others, and I think those guys will be okay. To me, you're, you're right. These next two games are critical. I don't know if they're must-wins. They can't get swept. I'll say that, Garrett. You, you can't lose the next two, lose all four, and then be seven and a half back. That's demoralizing. They've got to take one of these next two, preferably split, you know, preferably win them both. I mean, you got Logan Allen going tonight. He's pitched well. McKenzie comes back tomorrow. That's been nice. Twins starting pitching. This is the best I've seen Minnesota have starters in years. And that's a little bit of a concern because they've needed that for a long time. They've had the offense, but their starting pitching has been kind of iffy. It's been really good. Last night we saw what Bailey Ober did. So, Got, you got to take one of these two. I'm with you about not getting swept. I don't know if it's critical they win both, but I like the approach at least at the plate this week. The Baltimore series was was excellent with their approach. Even some of the at-bats last night were better. Um, taking some walks, but um, it's just things aren't falling their way right now like they did a year ago. Um, are, you know, Jimenez, he got the deal. Um, and I think everybody at the time applauded the deal. And it's not to say that he's not going to be a great player. Or he's not going to can't turn it around. Um, are you a little uh, you a little concerned at his his struggles uh, so far? Well, I like the way he's swinging the bat now. Yeah. I mean, starting starting with Baltimore earlier in the week, and you know, go taking it the other way. He hit a couple balls hard last night that didn't drop. Um, I think he's going to be okay. I'm, I'm an Andre Jimenez fan, and I think he had a bad two months, and I think he's going to turn the corner. The problem is when you know Josh Bell goes on the paternity list and Thursday Naylor had to sit with the wrist, you're batting him in his fourth. He's not a power hitter. So I think for him, you know, he's got to still keep doing what he's doing. I think eventually he has to move back up to the two spot consistently and let him do his thing. And I'll be interested in seeing how he does to that tonight after an 0 for 4 last night, but I think he'll be okay. I, 
there's so many other concerns, and obviously he's <laughs> regressed, you know, but I think he'll be all right. How, you know, one of the things that I looked at was I was kind of – are you kind of – did it perplex you with the way uh, that Tito kind of uses bullpen? Um, I mean, they, they worked a whole lot. I mean, they were working a lot. I think Colossae came in the other day um, when it wasn't a save opportunity. Um, it just seems like he's using those guys a lot. Do, you know, do you agree with the way um, he's kind of, you know, navigated with the bullpen the last few uh, few weeks? You know, I mean, my my issue with Tito is more about the Rosario situation and just constantly playing him every single day and hitting him second. Now, last night was good. I loved it. He sat him. Uh, he played Freeman, finally. Tyler had a base hit. Um and I think Freeman needs to play more. I think Freeman needs to play tonight. Let him let him play a couple days in a row and see what you got. My issue with Tito was last night, runners on base, two outs, Cam Gallagher spot the order. I'm pinch hitting Gabe Arias there. Yeah. I'm not pinch hitting I'm not pinch hitting Ahmed there. Ahmed Rosario is a three pitch at bat with a pop out. He's not hitting. And these bats aren't competitive. And yet he plays every day. I'll be very interested in seeing if he plays him tonight. I'd sit him for a couple more days and just give Freeman a shot. That's to me has been a big issue with Tito is not only is he playing Rosario every day, he's hitting them second. The guy, he's an uncompetitive at bats and he's been below average defensively. So the bullpen stuff, I mean, the guys haven't performed. I mean, Tito put Stefan in the right position the other night. It was the eighth inning on a three run game, not Tito's fault, but, the Rosario thing's a head scratcher to me. Yeah, I, I, he's just so loyal to like he's so loyal to him to a to a fault almost. It's like, you know, I I would rather to me. I know he played very well last last year. Uh, I know he's a, a guy that people look up to in the clubhouse, and I know a lot of veterans would would like. Hey, if you just they just basically designated him for assignment and brought a young kid up and gave him his minutes. I think people would be a little salty about that, but I mean, you're not really getting much. I mean, you're not, no. I would rather no. play one of the young kids and see what I had and, and, and keep him going. Um, what are your thoughts on, you know, can they, can they turn it around in the next couple games? It's going to be hard. I mean, Minnesota, like I said, I mean, the twins pitching has been good. Sonny Gray has been really good. And so is Joe Ryan. And those are two guys you have to face the next two nights. But, Logan Allen is, has been excellent, and Tristan McKenzie comes back tomorrow, which I'm excited to see how that goes. So I think they can. I mean, he's, you know, Minnesota's on the top at the top of the division. They have a good team. But like you said, Thursday's game, the Guardians handed that to them. And then last night they were right there and, you know, lost by a run. And the pitching was very, very good. I mean, they're, you know, Sandlin's been pretty good for the most part, made one mistake to Jorge Polanco. But you're asking these guys in the bullpen every single day, to have to be in these one-run games, and every mistake is magnified. That's why what, the, what I liked about the Baltimore series was the 5 nothing win and the 12-8 win where the, the bullpen guys could make a mistake or two and it wouldn't kill them because there was an actual cushion for once from the offense. So hopefully they get it turned around, Garrett. I think, uh, I think they can in this division for sure. Um, but uh, and I'm interested in seeing, I, again, I, I want to see Rokio tonight and I want to see Freeman play those mm-hmm. kids again. And uh, and you know, like Will Brennan's starting to hit a little bit, but everything's a single or a or a double. Like they've got to find a way to find some more power. Uh, you mentioned Tristan McKenzie; he's coming back. Excited to see him back in, in the lineup. What is that? Um, after he gets back ready to go, 
What do you think the rotation looks like? Do you think they'll go to a six-man rotation a little bit in the beginning and, and let some stuff clear out a little bit maybe for a week or two? Or what do you expect the rotation to look like? Well, I mean, I think you know, that was a good question before Quantrill got hurt. So now, although they're saying it's not a long-term injury with, with Cal Quantrill, so you're right. I mean, I don't think they'll go to a six-man. I, I think, you know, I want to see how McKenzie does. I want to see how Savali does in his next start and if he doesn't get hurt because Aaron's just gotten so banged up over the last two years. Um, you know, I, I think, I honestly think a Bieber trade's going to happen. And so with that being, that would then, you know, fix the problem of having six starters. I think eventually by the end of the season, it'll be McKenzie, Allen, Bybee, Quantrill, and Savali. I really believe that. Uh, a last question re- re- really quickly here. Um, what can a Bieber trade bring, bring back? Is Are we looking at a, a, a high-level bat, mid-tier bat, or prospects? Well, like I'll give you an example. I was looking this up before I came on. Like, St. Louis has Nolan Gorman, who's 23 years old. You're, he's under team control for six more years. They're desperate for starting pitching. Now, would they trade Gorman, who was a former first-round pick, and he has 15 home runs this year? I don't know. Maybe he's untouchable. But if the Cardinals want Bieber for this year and next, and they're going to contend in that division, which they will, even though they've gotten off to a slow start, that's the first guy I'd ask for. I'd say, you give us Gorman and maybe a prospect, and we trade you Bieber. Now, the Cardinal people may go, we're not trading him. He's 23, and he's former first-round pick, and he's got 15 home runs this year. But that's what I, the kind of guy I would ask for, a controllable bat that has some power. And, um, you know, I mean, Michael Harris from the Braves maybe, but again, is Atlanta trading him? I don't know. They've got a ton of offense in their lineup already, but again, could use another starter. So that's what I would kind of look at. Uh, Matt, thank you so much, bringing so much insight to the table. We appreciate you, uh, and we'll talk again very soon. All right, Garrett. Thanks, buddy. All right, man. Uh, Matt- Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.